Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, each and every Tuesday at 4 o'clock. We bring you the latest medical information and alternative news that you can use for the health and well-being of yourself and your family and friends. Along with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, you will have 150 years of total medical experience. We appreciate your listening and referring us to your friends. Please stay tuned for today's show. Dr. Ron here at Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, every Tuesday at 4 o'clock, accompanied by Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Thank you so much for your listening. Thank you so much for making us the number one uh, listen-to medical program here in Southwest Florida and this podcast that that, that comes to you every week. We really enjoy uh, speaking with you. it's, it, it is a blast for all of us, even though we put in a lot of time to bring you uh, information you're, you're not going to get on the lame or mainstream media. Uh, you're not going to read a lot about it in the papers uh, because of various reasons, and maybe we'll get into some of them today. First, I want to thank uh, Janet Doman, who was just magnificent last week who keeps reminding us there is always hope uh, and that if you have a concussion or, or whatever, it is an injury to the brain. We have to give that injury time to heal. Uh, and thanks to Dr. Smith for pointing out about some cranial adjustments that can be made for people in the post-concussive area that continue to have symptoms Uh, It's new, it's exciting, it's new to the general mainstream people, but not new to to people that are in the alternative uh, healing. Uh, Dr. Smith has been doing these uh, cranial adjustments and will be doing some in Europe in the near future. But a big thanks to to, uh, Janet Doman. Uh, She was a great guest. We we have gotten a lot of positive uh, comments on our uh, emails and uh, we definitely will ask her to come back at some point when she is not traveling. It was just a great show. It's archived, ladies and gentlemen. Just go to Blog Talk Radio. You can just put Dr. Ron in the search uh, box. You'll come up with all our archive shows, over 200 and some at this point in time. It is labeled Janet Doman. And please, uh, if you have a f- uh, family or friends that have uh, either a an injured child or an adult. Uh, it'd be a good show to listen to. There's some phone numbers there. Uh, you can get some great information 
regarding her, her treatment program. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we begin, we always have to uh, keep the legal profession happy by saying that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we you can be found on Facebook under Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. You can email us at docronradio, D-O-C-R-O-N, radio at gmail.com, docronradio. Open to your suggestions for future shows, future topics, and for constructive criticism at any time. And uh, if you... Uh, or uh, can't get to a computer and you want to listen to us uh, uh, by dialing in, our dial-in number is area code 347-347-989-8899. So that's 347-989-8899. And you can listen to us wherever you have a, a telephone available. And that is Tuesdays at 4 p.m. So, ladies and gentlemen, today we have uh, Dr. Jerry Smith and uh, Dr. Dan with us, and uh, uh, we'll introduce, let, let them come on to the program, and then we'll start uh, about uh, today's topic, which I will introduce shortly. So, before that, Dr. Jerry, how are you, sir? Fantastic, and I just want to make an addition to your introduction when you say the show that's unfiltered and uncensored and unpasteurized. <laughs> 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 yeah, we could add homogenize, not homogenize either. <laughs> it's not filtered, censored, pressured, or heated. Well, it could be heated at times by the people that listen. <laughs> but thank you. That's good, good. I, I like that. Okay. Dr. Dan, are you okay today? <laughs> I'm still laughing from what Dr. Jerry said. Good afternoon, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. But is your show clean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. It's All PG right. thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be G, then uh, it will be boring. Okay. Unfiltered, uncensored, un unpasteurized, unhomogenized. Right. You're getting nothing but raw milk. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, parades. Animals, acrobats, clowns, all colluding to approve lethal drugs for public use. Watch people take the drugs, watch them fall down. Watch them get it carted off in colorful cars to hospitals, where the doctors will have no idea what is causing life-threatening injuries. It's wild. It's crazy. It's brought to you by the drug companies and their enablers at the FDA. And it's all covered by insurance. We've got cotton candy, popcorn, ice cream for kitties, and everybody can get in under the Big Ten. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the biggest game and the biggest hustle in town. Welcome to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, Unhomogenized, Unpasteurized. <laughs> I love it. Well, today we're... We 
our, we do have a topic today, but we're going to we'll beat up some other things. Our topic, as listed on the internet, is polypharmacy and big pharma. Uh, we're going to talk to you about a quad pill that's being developed. Uh, but I want to start off uh, with some uh, news that people aren't going to like, and it's bad news about aspirin. A couple of weeks ago, I told you about research from the University of Florida that found aspirin won't do a thing to help narrowed arteries due to plaque bullet buildup, a type of hardening of the arteries that everyone knows is atherosclerosis. Now, British researchers have found that if you're over a certain age, the, quote, severity and consequences, unquote, of popping that daily aspirin can be a lot more than you bargain for. Where aspirin is concerned, most of us, that's including doctors, treat it like an innocent drug that we can take without giving it a second thought. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as this research shows, you need to think a lot more than twice before you start up on an aspirin regimen. Now, I'm talking about a study that was published in The Lancet. Lancet is one of the top-tier journals, and this was uh, published by researchers out of the University of Oxford. They say that for people 75 years and older taking daily low-dose aspirin, this creates a big risk of serious or fatal internal bleeding. Actually, that risk is said to be 10 times higher than for the, someone younger. And ladies and gentlemen, considering that it is estimated that around half of the people in this category in the United States, that's over 75, take an aspirin daily, this is obviously a danger of great magnitude. And if you're wondering why your doctor may not know about it, as a lead study author, Dr. Rothwell explains, recommendations that patients take a daily low dose of this blood-thinning drug were based on trials almost exclusively done on young people. Okay, did we get that? This study, by contrast, appears to be the very first to look at what the effects might be on those who hit the golden age of 75. So don't assume, however, that aspirin is totally safe, even if you're younger, because this increased risk of a bleed can happen at any age. In fact, Professor Rothwell looked at several age groups, both under 65 and over 85, and he found an increased risk in all ages. It just keeps getting higher and higher as you get older, okay? But it's important and necessary as this current research is Here's where the advice starts to go off the rails. To lower the bleeding danger, the researchers shockingly recommend that seniors should also take, wait to hear this, ladies and gentlemen, those acid-reducing drugs known as proton pump inhibitors, PPIs. They're names like Nexium, Prevacid, Prilosec that can cut your risk of a bleed triggered by aspirin by up to 90%. Well, Professor... I hate to be the one to break the news to you, but those PPI drugs also belong on your list of easy-to-find but incredibly dangerous medications, probably right next to those aspirin bottles. I've told you over the years now that there are numerous ways proton pump inhibitors can cause you serious harm. These medications can increase your risk of bone fractures, especially your hips, your wrists, and your, wrists and your spine. Does that sound like a, something you want to take? They can zap your immune function and leave you wide open for infections. The most serious one and devastating one is chronic diarrhea known as C. diff. 
They can harm your kidneys to the point where you need to be on dialysis. Researchers at Washington University called it damage that happens silently and gradually over time and can eventually cause long-term kidney damage and even renal failure. And perversely, PPIs can up your risk of a heart attack or stroke. Isn't that the ultimate irony since patients are told to take that daily dose of aspirin to ward off heart disease? So, ladies and gentlemen, it all boils down to the absurdity of using a second dangerous drug to mitigate the effects of the initial one. While aspirin certainly isn't a panacea for heart disease that we've been led to believe, PPI medications are not something you should risk taking for any reason. Remember, we call them the purple crack because once you get on, you can, it's very, very difficult to get off of these drugs. So instead of counteracting drugs with drugs, here's a couple ways that maybe you can protect your heart. Never let another food item containing any amount of trans fats cross your lips okay, and get to your hips. You can tell if a food has any by looking for partially hydrogenated. That's the key word to look for, partially hydrogenated. That means trans fats. Then you'll find that on the ingredient, ingredient list. Even if the nutrition label says it has zero trans fats, you have to look for partially hydrogenated. Take daily CoQ10 along with the supplement Reservatrol. Okay, and CoQ10 is one of the best antioxidants we have. Include, as Dr. Jerry has all talks a lot about, more magnesium-rich foods like dark leafy greens, oily fish, nuts like almonds and cashews. So please, ladies and gentlemen, keep your heart healthy and don't and be knowledgeable about the effects of aspirin and especially. Don't take a drug uh, to counteract the effects of aspirin, which is equally as dangerous. So now we'll get a little comment from our co-host, Dr. Dr. Jerry. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, the darn PPIs lower your magnesium, and it's magnesium that keeps your coronary blood vessels dilated. So it's literally setting the stage for that heart attack. Um, you know, the, the joke of it is... <clears throat> The drugs were not designed initially back in the 80s to treat uh, GERD or gastro, you know, reflux problems. They were for the more serious, uh, you know, ulcers, bleeding, that type of uh, issue. So it's a joke. You know, they they found a niche market, and I think what they say, Prilosec generated $6 billion for AstraZeneca, $6 billion revenue. You think there's a, an issue to put a reason to push this stuff? Yeah, and you know what? When they were and even in the package insert now, they're approved for six weeks, not a hundred. Originally, years, they said maximum. Yeah, initially it was like one week with a maximum of two weeks. Yep. And not more than like three times a year. But you know, all this stuff gets buried. The, the original information because it's a money maker. Exactly. So. You know, I I have some interesting information on, you know, with the acid reflux. There's some basic things that you can do. You don't have to resort to drugs. You know, we talked about this before. Raw, unfiltered, unhomogenized, unpasteurized apple cider vinegar. A simple teaspoon in water once a day helps to, you know, generate 
hydrochloric acid. If need be, you can take betaine hydrochloride. You know, it's real simple. You get it at the health food store. You don't need a prescription. It's not going to kill you. And it also helps to keep H. pylori under control. And if you do happen to get an episode of burning pain, and uh, it happened not to me uh, not too long ago by accident. I was eating uh, some processed foods, which I shouldn't have had, and I took a teaspoon of baking soda in warm water, and bada-bing, bada-boom, the pain disappeared like in no time. It's just too simple. You just yeah. want to make sure there's no aluminum in the baking uh, powder. Then the greatest thing is aloe juice. And I have four aloe plants growing on my kitchen windowsill. And you could, you know, a, a dentist from India told me that his grandmother had this little simple recipe. You boil some water, you cut up the aloe leaf, and then for $2.50 you can get a huge aloe leaf at a, some of these markets. You scoop out the gelatinous material, mix it with some raw honey, whip it up in a blender with some warm water, and you drink it. The the aloe is anti-inflammatory. It's healing. It's ridiculous. And if you throw the raw honey in there, you know, it, raw honey is alkalizing. It doesn't uh, ferment, okay? It acts uh, to help in digestion, okay? And if you mix it with a little bit of ginger and lemon juice, it, rel- it relieves nausea and um, increases your energy. Uh, so, you know, raw honey has also a natural antibiotic, propolis, in it. So it's so simple, and it's so readily available. You know, ginger root, another simple little thing. It's gastroprotective. It stimulates, um, you know, the uh, mucus production to protect the lining of your stomach and your intestines. You know, it's ridiculous. You have all these things right at your fingertips that our grandmothers used, and it's been ignored for, uh, you know, the last 30 years. Vitamin just, D3. Just to put that in perspective, Dave, yeah. uh, Dr. Jerry, I mean, ginger root, uh, how many of our older listeners, when they were kids, when they had nausea or, or upset stomach, would their parents or grandparents give them ginger ale? Right. Ginger. Ginger ale. And so Just so you can relate to something. I mean, we used to get it before, uh, you know, little sips at a time, a teaspoon at a time, not 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 20 ounces or 30 ounces, not a giant, but that ginger has been around and used as a herb and also uh, commercially. Yeah. yeah. Root beer, right? Ginger yeah. ale, all from natural substances. All you need is like two or three slices of fresh ginger to like two cups of hot water, and you let it steep for about a, a half an hour, and then you drink it. Uh, about 20 minutes before you, your meal, and it helps to stimulate protection of your gastric lining. It, it's just too damn simple. Vitamin D3, we spoke about this, you know, uh, ad, ad nauseum, and it basically helps your immune system. It helps to optimize about 200 antimicrobial peptides that will help your body eradicate any infections uh, if they're there. So D3 is so powerful, it's more than... Um, just a simple supplement, and you know, you make sure you take it with K2 to make it more effective. Another easy one is astaxanthine. Okay, it reduces the symptoms of acid reflux when compared to a placebo. So this stuff will go head to head with some of these drugs without any adverse side effects and then keeping H. pylori under control. And the best results are obtained with like 40 milligrams a day. Slippery elm. Here, I think it grows along the railroad tracks. It coats yep. and soothes the mouth, the throat, 
the intestines. Okay, it uh, you you know you can make a tea out of it. You take uh, two cups of boiling water over you know two tablespoons of the slippery elm powder. You let it steep for three to five minutes, and you drink three times a day. You know it's ridiculous. It's right at your fingertips. Uh, glutamine, it's an amino acid. It's in beef, it's in chicken, fish, and eggs, and dairy products. And again, it helps to repair the lining of your stomach. Folic acid, they call it B9. The bottom line is 11% of the Caucasian population in our country is deficient in folic acid. And by the way, deficiency of folic acid is all the symptoms of fibromyalgia. So that's an interesting little side sidebar. But the folic acid is in your dark green leafy vegetables. And if you take a combination of melatonin, L-tryptophan, B6, folic acid, B12, and betaine, you have one powerful uh, formula here that 100% of patients receiving this combination reported complete regression of symptoms after 40 days of treatment. I mean, that's pretty darn amazing, 100%. It is, yep. So, you know, again, uh, we have the answers. You just got to get off your duff and and then get proactive. And and, and and I really think they have to uh, – I, I, I encourage you to, to spread the news about this program because you're not going to hear about this, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the, the, the literature is out there. The information is out there. We bring it to you so you can understand it. I'm just going to throw one little thing in here. Uh, is sure. that uh, uh, I don't know about your family, Jerry, but uh, we we used to have liver and onions. I loved it. And, uh, and liver. You know, if you want folate <laughs> and and the B B vitamins, nothing like a good liver dinner. It's an organ, I know, but you know, you you, you can have it once a month or so. Uh, great, a great. Uh, meal if you have that taste for it but I was raised on it so not a problem I love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great for you Absolutely. so ladies you know, and gentlemen I... here we go we started out talking about aspirin and then we found out that chronic use of aspirin could cause you to bleed so now the the mainstream media wants you to take a proton pump inhibitor which is addictive as addictive as crack cocaine once you're on it you can't get off it in fact the uh CDC has a drug withdrawal program for proton pump inhibitors. And if you talk to most physicians, they're going to say, oh, my God, I don't know how to get my patients off it. And they deplete your body of essential vitamins, minerals, B12, magnesium. They can cause liver failure and heart attacks. So they want you to take a second drug. And then what did you just hear from Dr. Jerry? You know, there are some methods out there. There's some simple things, allergies, betaine, baking soda, Ginger root. I mean, it's there. Okay, so uh, that's going to. It, it, it just you know you don't want to compound the problem, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want to compound the problem. Yeah, it all gets back so, to basics. You know, simple simple foods. You know, I just started to use a, a pre and probiotic that has forty two uh, organisms in it. And uh, this woman that I've been dating, she's had some severe candida problems and gastric. Uh, reflux issues and since she's been taking it you make it into a yogurt you actually make the yogurt and it's very simple to make yogurt um she said it's the best she's ever felt so restoring 
it's like building a house. You know, you got a foundation, and then you got the substructure, the basement, and so forth. So you got to have good bacteria in your intestines to maintain healthy physiology. Okay, once that's taken care of, then you got to put live food into the equation so that your body can repair itself and get the maximum energy and the function out of it. And when you look at life this way, it's simple. You know, every time you start taking a medication and you're taking two or three with polypharmacy, nobody knows what the side effects, the breakdown products in your liver are. That's why there's so much liver damage. Because the side effects, the breakdown products are worse than the original drug that you took. All right, you got that, ladies so, and gentlemen. Uh, let me let me bring up something about the um, about the almonds and the cashews and so forth. The the first time that I uh, read about these, I'd say it would be about 30 years ago, and uh, you you can't imagine where I read it. Edward Casey. Yeah, he was incredible. Right, that's where I read that that you should have five almonds a day, and he was saying he took five almonds a day. Well, I take seven because I like the number. But okay. since that time, I've been seven almonds a day, no matter what. Doctor Dan, soak them for twenty-four hours to get the skins off because they're high in the phytic acid. Oh, so that's a, that's, that's a problem acid, then. Dan, that'll rob you of calcium. Yep. Aha. Uh-huh. That's why you shouldn't eat raw spinach because, again, the phytic acid chelates the calcium. So just steaming it, you know, reduces the phytic acid. We're soaking the almonds overnight, and, and the skin just kind of peel off real quickly, and they slip off. And uh, now you got a wholesome food with calcium, magnesium, and some protein in there. Mm. Hey, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dan, i got a question for you. What? Yeah. The, what do almonds contain that used to be a very popular cancer treatment? What do um uh, oh come on come on is it arsenic? No, no the B seventeen right? Yep. Um, Abmectolic acid. <laughs> what the common name what? is? Laetrile. Laetrile. Oh, laetrile. Almonds contain laetrile. That's why Edgar Casey liked them. Uh, yep. They are ah, okay. Laetrile I'll tell you the ones I really like, the ones with dark chocolate on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> they're really good. Raw organic <laughs> dark chocolate is is wonderful. You can get those Back, on the internet. <laughs> right, I put seven of those in my cereal this morning with the skins, by the way, Jerry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I got to well, take you know. the skin off. All right. You can't have any skin in the game there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, it was interesting with the Laetrile. Uh, many years ago, um, there were studies done, and it showed that the Laetrile actually reduced the size of the tumors. And, um, you know, all this stuff was suppressed because Sloan Kettering didn't want this information out there. You, they just want to keep feeding people to the to the chemo mill. And that's why mm. I do refer people to Dr. Ross, uh, Dr. Moss, Ralph Moss. Yes, he was at Sloan Kettering, and they uh, they got rid of him because he uh, brought some of this stuff to light. Yeah, in fact, he was the one that, uh, you know, he was all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed when he first took over the job there. And he went and interviewed this Japanese researcher who was working for Sloan Kettering, and he said, what's the 
the the info on the layer tree. He says, I heard it's you know not working. He says, Oh no, it works. It'll reduce the uh, size of the tumors, so you get more effective results with the chemo or the surgery. And you know, we had a news conference like the next day, and he brought that up, and that's when they canned him. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> He has a great newsletter, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. You can Google Ralph Moss, and uh, he does consultations if you, know, if you or a loved one have cancer and to let you know if, if you're on the right regimen or if there's alternatives available. Ralph Moss, M-O-S-S. All right, let's 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 throw another one. Let's keep let's keep beating up on this uh, because you know when I started out the show, I I, I, I used a circus analogy. Well, we're going to continue with that. Because I'm going to talk about a double whammy. Uh, let me grab my notes here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. What what I what I want to tell you is probably the biggest bombshell uh, to ever hit. The beloved, beloved statin drugs. They're going to get hit on two sides. One side, mm. we're going to throw ice water on the knee-jerk way statin prescriptions are given out to seniors. They're given out like candy to children. Just like at a circus. <clears throat> and on the other front, how these drugs can up your risk of developing Parkinson's disease. So if you're currently taking one, and I just told you I had a relative 80-some years old was put on these drugs for no reason at all, and she did develop Parkinson's disease, uh, or you're being badgered by your doctor. So if you're on one or your doctor saying, oh, you need this, uh, let me let me just tell you what. Last week I told you about... No, two weeks ago, I I told you about the common side effects uh, of debilitating muscle pain and weakness. Uh, That can be permanent in some patients, even if they stop taking the drugs. And as a sidebar, uh, one of the paid physicians uh, came out with an article on Medscape last week saying that most of the symptoms from statin drugs are are psychosomatic. I wonder how much (laughs) he got paid to write that. Uh, And when you look look up his... uh, uh, income from pharmaceutical companies it was fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. Uh, there's docs for dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Docs for dollars. You can always go there and check their check your physician, see if he's getting paid off. So if you happen to be uh, one of these unlucky patients that have a genetic quirk that puts them in the crosshairs of coming down with necrotizing myopathy, that's a disease, ladies and gentlemen, that can actually kill muscle tissues. I have researchers at the New York University School of Medicine. They're asking a fundamental question that should have been posed a lot of years ago. If you're a healthy senior, will taking a statin help you in the long run? And with a big drum roll, ladies and gentlemen, that answer is not at all. So if you're 75 or older, the research discovered that statins can increase your risk of dying. This study was led by Dr. Benjamin Hahn, H-A-N. He looked at previous data collected during a blood pressure trial and involved close to 3,000 patients, 65 or older, who had hypertension, but no plaque buildup in their arteries. Half took a statin drug, half did not. Dr. Hahn's team found no health benefits whatsoever in the statin-taking group. Actually, in the half that took the drugs, more of those patients died than the ones that didn't take it. And as Dr. Hahn points out, statin side effects can be more devastating to older people. Anything that can affect their ability to do activities on a daily basis puts serious at high, uh, seniors at higher risk for further decline and death, 
he stated. Of course, who wouldn't expect such findings to be released without plenty of backlash? But incredibly, the statin lovers over at the American Heart Association who get millions of dollars from the, the statin drug companies said that, quote, his studies only merit. It just raises questions. All the questions haven't been answered yet. Well, hello, give me a break. Are they telling us the American Heart Association and, and a group that endorses statin use for practically everyone has now admitted that it never bothered, bothered to find out if these drugs would even improve the health of seniors, let alone harm them? And when exactly were they planning to look into that question? Okay? Now, let's talk about a, a, a state that I came, I came from. It wasn't enough rain on the mainstream's ongoing statin parade, but two weeks ago, researchers at Penn State College of Medicine confirmed an earlier investigation into the link between statins, especially those that are called lipophilic, and that includes Lipitor, and an increased risk of what I told you a relative of mine had, Parkinson's disease. That risk is something I told you about last year when this same group at Penn State came out with similar findings. That study is on the heels of other research out of the United Kingdom that discovered you can double your risk of getting Parkinson's disease by using statins. That, ladies and gentlemen, that was a big study. This is incredible, Jerry. 16,000 people over two decades that study was conducted. Yeah. The connection between statins and Parkinson's, it makes perfect sense. We've talked about it. Cholesterol protects your brain, and when you take the drugs to drive it down, you become a sitting duck for all kinds of neurological conditions. Sometimes I think the doctors have been hypnotized by the big pharmaceutical companies into prescribing these drugs for so many. It's almost as if every terrible thing that comes out is disregarded, attacked, or ignored. But please, ladies and gentlemen, don't ignore this. If your uh, your health, your mobility, your life could all be all depend on you paying close attention to the drugs you take. And if you really need to get your cholesterol down, there are plenty of ways to do it naturally, and we're going to hear about some of them. Your first step should be adding more omega-3 fatty acids, all right? And Dr. Jerry has talked about flax seeds, walnuts, fatty fish, nuts, fruits, vegetables, eliminating those trans fats, those polyunsaturated fats, that partially hydrogenated oils out of your diet. Now I'll turn it over to my co-host because uh, this is a really important stuff that you're not hearing from your doctors, maybe because they're on statins and they have some uh, problems themselves with not enough brain function. You're not hearing it from anybody, ladies and gentlemen, but it's critical that you do hear it. Well, yeah, the, uh, was it Price Pottinger? They basically, from their research, you know, cholesterol levels 200 to 300 is normal. You know, it's a joke. Every time they keep lowering it, that's so they can sell more statin drugs. But if you go on the Internet and look up the research of uh, Linus Pauling, he's a Nobel laureate, his research with vitamin C, and Matthias Rath, who is an incredible, uh, I think, Ph.D. researcher, showed that they were reversing atherosclerosis very simply with vitamin C, with proline, which is an amino acid, and lysine. You know, lysine helps to metabolize and break down the plaque in the blood vessels. And proline is an amino acid which um, helps to repair the blood vessel walls along with the vitamin C. It keeps it also keeps the blood thin. So you don't need, you know, uh, crazy aspirin, other chemicals, you know, rat poison 
the uh, you know drugged warfarin, warfarin to keep your blood thin. Yeah, the natural supplements keep it thin. And Matthias Rath and Linus Pauling have impeccable documentation with you know slides showing the blood vessels clearing up in a relatively short period of time. You know they don't want to hear from that stuff because it's less expensive, it's more effective, and and it works. Oh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the statin drugs are a drug that maybe help 2% of the population, but the, the physicians want 98% of the people on it. And uh, study after study has come out against the uh, disadvantages of this drug. Uh, it even can increase back disorders. I mean, can you believe that? I mean, that was another good study. I mean, it can cause back pain. Now, did you well, any time you break down muscle tissue, yeah, you lose stability of your spine. Or, uh, anything that's connected to the parts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many people go to their doctor with back pain, and he, and and they never they never uh, make the association. Everybody. Well, in, yeah, in three minutes, how are they going to do an evaluation on you? Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, you can have uh, overactive adrenals because of toxicity or psychological stress. Uh, you know, causing back pain. You know, your your thyroid, if it's weak, you're getting chronic inflammation, uh, you know, in your whole body and muscle and ligament weakness. Uh, you know, it was interesting, uh, about eight years ago, I was giving a course in my office and I had a dentist in from Chicago and he had pain in his uh, rotator cuff, the teres minor muscle. And he was going to go in for exploratory surgery because they couldn't figure out where the hell the pain was coming from. And in kinesiology, it's very interesting. Different muscles relate to different organs. So the teres minor muscle relates to the thyroid. So when I tested him in front of the group, his thyroid tested weak, and, of course, his teres minor muscle tested weak. And then when I had him hold a, a non-prescription uh, supportive supplement called thyrotrophin from Standard Process, his muscle tested strong. So I put him on the supplement, and next day he came into the class, and I said, Charles, how's your shoulder? He says, the pain's completely gone. I said, you, you're still going to get an exploratory surgery? He says, hell no. I'm calling a doctor this afternoon and cancel it. But here he had a weak gland, the thyroid, and it was causing a reactionary muscle pain in his shoulder. And, you know, most doctors will never connect the dots on this issue, and they'll go in and do surgery on these uh, poor patients, and, and they're still going to have a problem because the underlying cause was the thyroid. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let, let's repeat that again. That's really interesting. Yeah, did, I wrote a book back in the 83, uh, Dental Whole Body Connection, and in the appendix, I listed all the different muscles and different organs that they're related to. And the key one in the shoulder is the teres minor muscle. It's part of rotator cuff complex there. And that teres minor muscle is directly related to your thyroid function. Well, yeah. just like there's latissimus dorsi muscle, which also attaches in your shoulder area, that's related to the pancreas. So if you're having sugar handling problems or lack of zinc or chromium in your diet, the pancreas gets inflamed, 
your shoulder, you can have shoulder pain and you're probably the latissimus dorsi spasms. Well, the same thing can happen with your thyroid. If you have fluoride in your toothpaste, in your water, uh, bromine the gas is coming off from the plastic in your car, um, heavy metals or mercury you know, from your fillings or eating too much fish, and the thyroid gets suppressed, it gets weak, it could reflect as a shoulder pain problem because of a weak teres minor muscle. So the key in the equation is you really have to have a, a broad spectrum of knowledge to look at the cause of the factors. You just don't, the air, what I was always taught by a, a well-known a naturopathic doctor, he, he was 82 years old when I studied with him, he said the area of the symptomatology is not the site of the actual underlying problem. It's invariably removed from it. And, uh, you know, you have to think it through. You have to dig lateral holes and study chiropractic, osteopathic, physical therapy, nutrition, medical and dental concepts, because it's all interrelated. So, anyway, that was my two cents worth. Well, that's, that, 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 Iran. that's good. That was Iran, I was on a Oh, sorry. Go Dan. Yeah, uh, uh, you mentioned 75, then you mentioned 65. Uh, what what are they trying to put people on at 65 or 75 on the statins? Everybody. But the, Everybody, what I but just told you about is people that are over 75, more of them are oh, dying on the statin drugs than are not taking them. Okay. I have a, a family member who went on an, an, uh, a long time ago and absolutely caused the rhabdomyolysis, the breakdown of the, uh, of the, uh, the muscle tissue. Sick for a year. And uh, you know the CPK or the CK, depending on on uh, how you want to uh, look at the uh, uh, the chemical process, went up to almost a thousand. And, and when, normal uh, is up to what? Do you know? It was up to nine, like nine seventy-five. Yeah, what should it, what should? It... Oh, oh, it should be under two hundred. In this yeah, case, absolutely. it depends on the lab. Some are a little over two hundred. Yeah. Some but are under just just to give our audience a, a reference point. Right, right. It's Five a, times somewhere, over the normal somewhere around 200 or under. Yep. And uh, um, she was sick for a year. I mean, really sick, and then tried all the other different, because they were just coming out at the time, I mean, one after the other. They all did the same thing. Could not take one of them. And then when she went, she went, she went to the doctor, <laughs> this is a while ago now, they said, oh, it's better if you have a little increase in your CPK because your heart's more important than your neurological situation. How do you <laughs> like that for an answer? Well, now, this person brainwash, is not on any brainwash at the altar of big, pharma, big pharmaceutical companies. That's all that is. Yeah, it's a pharmaceutical, and this person will not take a statin drug, period. Well, they should. Yeah, they probably do. Because They're doing they all have the paper. same effect. Break down the muscle tissue and then all these other side effects. So, yeah, there's uh, something. Ge to gentlemen, let me let me let me just take a minute here to to uh, put a plug in for our Dr. Ron's uh, cryotherapy sessions. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're in the Southwest Florida area, Naples, Bonita Springs, Cape Coral, Fort Myers, uh, Dr. Ron has a special on Groupon. He's offering a $39 for one whole body cryotherapy session at the Cool Cryo Spa. That's over a $50 value. Uh, the, the therapy of nitrogen uh, cryo has been incredible. In fact, on a personal level, my wife had a uh, big fall on Friday at the tennis center. 
bruised from head to toe, just stiff as could be. Did give her some acupuncture and some uh, laser. She did get her by the weekend, but after going through a three-minute session in cryo uh, yesterday, uh, she had a great night's sleep. Uh, bruising started going away. So uh, the, the procedure is, is incredible. Top athletes are using it because they know the healing power of cold. Uh, NFL locker rooms have it. Uh, they, they used to use ice baths. Now they use the uh, cryo units. Okay, and it's a, it's a really a perfect elixir for fa- faster recovery, especially if you're training or you have an injury or you, you're, you're, you're doing a triathlon. Uh, it's only for three minutes. It's safe. It's effective, it's monitored, and will decrease the inflammatory response so that you can get on with your life. So just want to mention, if uh, if you're in this area, go to Groupon and get your first uh, treatment session at a, at a good discount. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, we can be reached at docronradio at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. And we're here each and every Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you information you're not going to hear any other place. And and today we have to beat up on drugs and the FDA a little bit because another study came out showing that FDA-approved drugs are dangerous. I mean, dangerous, and they're uh, they're being approved. Uh, This is an alarming study, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me explain. It turns out that every new medical drug should contain a warning. The FDA approved this medicine. Watch out. Because why? Perhaps the warning should be more extreme. If you're taking this drug, have an emergency medical crew on standby because it's incredible what these, these people are approving. And now they, with the bipartisan uh, Congress, they're getting wanting faster medical approvals. So a study was published, again, Journal of the American Medical Association. I'm not making this up. It's a top-tier journal. They examined 222 drugs approved by the FDA by between 2001 and 2010, and guess what? Years after approval, roughly a third of the medicines were then labeled with warnings about serious adverse effects, some of those warnings indicating life-threatening complications. And what? guess what? Cancer and liver damage. And death, when's the last time it looks, uh, death looked like a life-threatening situation? Come on. The Washington Post reports, among the drugs with added warnings, years after they were approved as safe for public use, Umera, used for arthritis and other illnesses, Abilify, Pradax, I could go on and on, okay? They all came out with black box warnings regarding uh, your heart, bowel problems, cancer, liver disease. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, that's only a small part of the problem. Uh, 106,000 Americans are killed by the FDA-approved medicines every year. That's a big number, okay? Between medical malpractice and and drugs, that's the third and fourth biggest killers in the United States. Uh, We have to be really careful about this fast drug approval, and you really have to do your research. You really have to be the CEO of your body, and, and be careful what you put into it. Uh, Dr. Jerry, you have any comment on that? Um, not I really. I know you do. I'm, I'm yeah, just I do. Um, <laughs> you know, the best the best drug is the one you keep in the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I put you in the box. Exactly. 
exactly. Yeah, it's. I know years ago um, when my dad had uh, acute congestive heart failure, and and they called up the pharmaceutical company because they put him on an experimental group. And I said to the pharmaceutical company, the, the scientists, I said, what's the life expectancy? on well, I think it was propafenon and a few of the other experimental drugs back in the 80s. And they said two years. Well, you know, I had my dad on coenzyme Q10, magnesium, potassium, calcium, orotate, um, trace minerals, you know, L-carnitine. And in one week, I'd pulled him out of acute congestive heart failure. Anyway... In, in four years later, my dad was the only one alive out of the experimental group, and I said to his cardiologist, don't you want to know what I have my dad on? He said, no. Yeah. So the joke of it is the answers are out there. The establishment you know, doesn't like competition. That's what the FDA is actually. The, it's the police force for the pharmaceutical industry. They literally you know, search around to find natural remedies that really, really work, and then they put them out of business. They They make their... I, I know uh, Bob Marshall, when he was alive, God bless him, he was the CEO of uh, Premier Research, and he would tell me every week the FDA would be in his laboratory, you know, asking him to, to change his labeling, you know, just to add the expense of, of staying in business. And, uh, you know, it was ridiculous. And this is the way they operate. It is. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I could go on about drugs. And, and, and again, these cholesterol levels that they're trying to get us to attain, uh, when they go in the tank, they can be really bad news for your heart and your brain, okay? Really bad news, especially these these new uh, cholesterol drugs that you're going to be bombarded with that can cost, cost $14,000 a year. Mm-hmm. An interesting comment, though, Amgen which makes one of these drugs, they said that if a person has a heart attack or a stroke after taking Rapatha for at least six months, the insurance company will get its money back for the cost of the drug. Now, does that make it? What does the patient get back? Does the patient get his, his life back? It's not like going to Walmart and taking back a toaster. It's a scheme to meet sales quotas. That's all it is. Am I, just like that Jerry said, it's 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 for the uh, for the drug companies only. Just because they're going to give the insurance company money back, you're not going to get your new heart back. Okay, this is just well, uh, not financial that, wheeling and dealing. Yeah, you're robbed of your quality of life. I mean, yeah. it's just so darn simple. I mean, just to give you a quick uh, little uh, story, one of my patients, he's 76 years old, and he could only play doubles tennis. And I, I put him on this new vitamin C. It's uh, amla. It's made from Indian gooseberry, which has the highest concentration of natural vitamin C of any food on this planet. And after six weeks, he, he called me up so excited. He said, Dr. Smith, he said, I played three and a half hours of singles tennis, tennis and I wasn't even tired. You know, he said, I've never done that before. And so, you know, just putting in high-octane food-based supplements allow the adrenals, you know, your your muscles, everything to work so much better. It just, it's too simple. That's the problem. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I, I'm not going to go into the poly pill. I'm just going to say avoid, it's, it's, it's bad enough to avoid polypharmacy, uh, 
let alone a pill that has four ingredients, and that's what they're going to try and come out with to treat hypertension. There's a physician, Dr. Anthony, that he hasn't found a uh, multi-pharmaceutical uh, pill he never didn't like. So just be careful. I mean, if you're taking a pill with four different drugs in it and you have a reaction, which one caused it? Or maybe they're all going to react together and, and, and kill you. What you know, and, and to reach some artificial number, that get, just like cholesterol numbers, or it's an artificial number. Blood pressure, as you get older, you need a little higher blood pressure. Don't be afraid of that 140 uh, number on the top. Is, is, if you're past 75, it's not unusual. It's, it was always explained to me, and, and I think it's still apropos today. If you have an old house and you're on the second floor, the pipes are rusty. You just don't get enough pressure up there with the old uh, pump. You need you need more pressure. So don't be afraid, and, and just use your common sense. You'll probably use common sense, and you'll be better off than your physician who just wants to get you in and out of the office to get a, a visit uh, for you, not really understanding the, the drugs you're taking and the side effects that you have. And, and, and just because we are a natural show, I mean, we do want to want to – give you some natural uh, alternatives. If a person has depression, weakness, fatigue and insomnia. You know, that's one there 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 are a few of the multiple symptoms you can have from something you're anybody except the show and that's the vitamin B complex deficiency syndrome. I'm sure Dr. Smith uh, when he was reading Dr. Murray's uh, I got it in front of me now. The National Academy of Research Biochemists. Okay, and it, so if you have, like, if you're tired and weak, fatigue, it doesn't mean you have a disease. You may just be lacking natural, total vitamin B complex, not the artificial ones. Okay. So yeah, if it smells like a drug, then don't swallow it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he says here, memory loss is associated with choline deficit. Fatigue with vitamin B1, depression with vitamin B3, nerve health and nerve impulse transmission with B12, burning of the feet with pantothenate, and a slow pulse with vitamin B4. Okay? It's worth well, you know, noting, it's interesting. Dr. Yeah, the FDA never recognized B4 as actually a vitamin. They used to fight uh, uh, Royal Lee from the owner of Standard Process. Uh, labs many years ago, but yeah, they the FDA they don't want to allow this information. They purposely set the the daily requirements at much lower levels what they really should be. Uh, you know, it's just a joke. They don't want people to be healthy. I think they the iodine level is just at a bare minimum so you don't get goiter. Yeah, that's it. Just to, so you don't see it, but you still have the biochemical effects in your body. But you know there was a newsflash. Did you hear about the newsflash from Bear Aspirin? They they came out with a new use for it. They said it's a hundred percent effective birth control pill. But the instructions tell you just have to keep it between your knees. <laughs> oh God, he he he's, he's that one's older than Doctor Royal Lee. Absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Dan, you, you, when you were a practice gynecologist, you probably wrote a lot of prescriptions for aspirin and birth control. No, no, no. Any <laughs> new drug that came out, I wanted to mention, I would wait two to three years 
before I would use that drug. And the one time that I didn't use the drug, 60 people died. Thank God, not my patient. But 60 people died. I can't remember the name. It's a long, long time ago. 60 people died on this drug, and they took it off the market. And I took my patient off immediately. So I used to wait to see what the effects would be. If you look at these advertisements, everybody's smiling on the advertisements, and they're giving you all these negative side effects, which doesn't make me laugh. It makes me angry. Let me open up the phone. We have a lot of people on the lines here. Let's see if anybody has any questions. Uh, I see Erica 207. Any questions uh, from you, listener? Area code, area code 804. Any questions? Appreciate you listening. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, what can you tell me about static? Like static electricity on a DC current? Is that is that good for the human body? I'm sorry, you you broke up on us, sir. Static. Where were you? Hello. Yes. Okay, would you repeat your question? You you you, you broke up on us. Okay. Um, I want to know is static electricity from a direct current good for human beings? Static electricity good for you. Jerry, can you handle that one? Um, yeah, I I never heard that uh, you know brought to my attention before. Um, I'd be honest with you, I really don't know. Um, yeah, I couldn't give you an honest answer. Okay, and I, well. and this, uh, I can't either. Dr. Dan, do you have an answer? Maybe the gentleman is going to give us some information. Uh, I I really have not. Uh, I I don't I don't have an answer for that one, uh, but I I I have heard that sometimes you you shouldn't wear a watch on the on the side of the arm where you have your heart. Well, that that, that, that's not static electricity though. But sir, what what's your opinion about that? Um. Well, I don't know nothing about that one there, right? But I fool with batteries. I fool with the nine volt batteries. I fool with them all. Well, you know, it's interesting you brought that up. Uh, Robert Beck did research years ago. In fact, I bought one of his little machines where he took a 9-volt battery and you you hook it up to two little electrodes and you put it over your uh, the veins in your wrist on, on the ventral surface, like the palm surface of your wrist. And he showed conclusively that with the direct current from the batteries – you actually kill parasites in the blood. And uh, I think they were using it for AIDS and many other uh, infectious issues. So, yeah, direct current from batteries at low level can be very, very effective. And, yeah. sir, I, I do have some experience with Dr. Hulda Clark. Uh, she's another researcher that used direct current for parasites, and she developed a, a device called the Zapper. And she wrote a book uh based on that, and uh, when I was in practice, I had great results with that, but uh, I don't know about static electricity, though, that kind of, you know, when you're, your, your feeder generates some friction on a, on a rug, I don't know about that, but the Dr. Beck's and Dr. Clark's uh, devices are 9-volt are battery-operated. Yes. 
I chew, I chew much is 27 votes. And uh, I, I think a person that is severely sick, you know, like with stomach cancer or some type of cancer or, or, or diabetes out of the head or something, I think they should use uh, um, no more than 27 votes on, on a nine-vote battery. I use the uh, double Ds, the single Ds. I, I just work with them all. And see, you could take... You could take a sheet of metal and an alligator clip and go from positive to negative. You sit on that negative. I mean, you sit on that uh, that metal because you're assisting the first, the very first energy center, you know, um, that's on your body, you know. Well, the thing is, if polarity makes a big difference, the negative polarity is is very beneficial for healing. But the positive polarity will make viruses and bacteria grow out of control. So, yeah, that that is a factor that has to be brought in. Now, this my this my understanding of the positive, right? Now, you got uh, good cells and uh, 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 bad cells. Let's say cells on the battlefront, cells that. That can be resalvaged. That's why I use the uh, the positive because I don't want to pull pull uh, cells out that can be resalvaged. That's the positive too. Yeah, I'd be very careful about subjecting the body to a um, prolonged stimulation with a positive polarity. Oh, uh, I don't I don't go no more than like. Uh, Three minutes. That's the longest I go. I yeah. go a minute. I go a minute on on the positive. Well, I know Jerry Tennant's work with electricity is pretty amazing. Uh, you can recharge the body because I have one of his little machines, um, but it's a positive and negative polarity uh, going through the the area. Um, you know, I, I had pain uh, in a in a pulled groin muscle to the point where uh, I couldn't bike. And after sleeping, um, you know, uh, in Ocean City, we did the MS ride one year, and sleeping with a, you know, a low-level positive and negative polarity, I was 100% normal the next day. So it does have a powerful physiologic effect on tissue. But, sir, what I I learned... What did you learn? I learned learned that batteries, you get... Uh, you get all your uh, natural uh, minerals, you know, like your zinc, your potassium, your sodium, and uh, your acid from infer- uh, uh, from fermentation from the sodium and uh, uh, or the potassium. And uh, when you when you squeeze the batteries and and set up different little applications, you get oxygen, hydrogen, and nitrogen. So you're getting a whole array of, of, of gases and minerals and acids. And, um, it's almost like the Cash Foundation. Dr. Yeah, Cash. do you have a reference point? Do you have a reference that uh, our listeners could read? And I, I'd be certainly interested in looking of any reference material that you would have because, uh, you know, I, I use a lot of uh, low-level currents for healing, and, you know, that would be beneficial for me. I know that. Yeah, and see, and see, when you want to mess with um, um, 
uh, batteries like that, you want to have some water on your stomach. You got to have water on your stomach. Okay. It's for your conductor. Right, right. But but you know what the number one conductor is? It's urine. Right. So I take I take I take my urine. Sometimes I take my urine and I mix it with my water. Sometimes I uh uh drink my urine by itself, you know, or swallow. Yeah, well urine's sterile and also it has the minerals in it, so yeah, it would be a good conductor. Um yeah, it's perfectly logical. Yeah. Um but yeah, if you could uh, email email Dr. Ron uh, any information, any articles that would refer to what you're talking about, that would be really helpful. Yeah, we could okay. we could bring it up again after we do some research. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now my blood pressure when I last checked it was one eighty seven over eighty uh, where the big number was on top and the little number was on bottom. One eighty seven over. Eight or seven. Is that good, low, or what? That's not good. It's not good. One eighty-seven. What you want to? You, yeah, you want to take some minerals. Um, well, first of all, he wants to go get it checked. Yeah, get you checked better get again. it exactly. And and then 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 we could talk about it. But you know, you get get a professional to check it for you, and because it could be caused by. A lot of different things. I mean, it could be caused by something—a a cyst on your kidney. Could be caused by kidney disease. It could be could be caused nutritionally, but that's, that's something you you don't want to mess with. I believe that what it is nutritional, because I'm not—I I don't eat much. I'm I'm scared. I'm scared to eat a lot of stuff, you know. So so uh, my blood pressure is low. It's high. What? Okay, but I but I feel fine, full of energy, and my eyes, you know, the white part is 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 like a little baby eyes. Okay. Well, yeah, I would just uh, email us you email on, us the information. Yeah, it's a Doc Ron Radio at Gmail. We'll be glad to look at it, and we we run over our hours though, so we're going to have to uh, welcome you back next week. We'll be back at four o'clock again, and thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope uh, it was informative for you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for, for for joining in on the conversation. Well, Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, uh, another great show uh, archive for our listeners and uh, for a new listener here. And we'll, we'll that's interesting about static electricity. I never thought about it for healing because I the everything I do is microvolts and microamps and. Uh, it's, it's it's interesting. Well, you know, the Egyptians uh, used eels to treat people with the different medical problems by shocking them. Yeah. That's yeah. DC, yeah. It'd be interesting. I, we, I'll do a little yeah. research on it this coming week. Uh, uh, Jerry, you know, and, uh, next week I, I think we, we should talk again about centenarians. I'm going to be in, in Tuscany next week. Oh, you'll be in Tuscany. All right, we'll do it when you come back. Okay. And the next trip to Tuscany, I'm going to join you, of course. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, Sosakaya, yeah, get back. not to get you a bottle. We'll have to crack open a bottle of Sosakaya. It's only made in right, Tuscany. Well, <laughs> well, you'll be my guide. But, okay. uh, all right, when you get back in a couple of weeks, we'll, we'll talk about well, how people get to be 100 and what, what our common characteristics are. And uh, just uh, next week we'll, we'll continue our program with the vitamin D, 
and vitamins and natural supplements versus synthetic supplements, uh, and maybe a little bit about EMF. Uh, electromagnetic fields versus the uh, uh, electric fields. All right, Jerry, have a safe trip. Uh, Thank you. Godspeed, and uh, and bring us back some uh, some stories uh, of the children you're treating. It's, it's a, I know you do this out, of, out yeah. of the goodness of your heart. So thank you. Dr. Dan, uh, have a great week. Are you you're going to be okay this week? Um, well, I'm still alive. Like I said, I, I didn't make the obituary, thank God, so I'm still here. And uh, you okay. have a good trip, Jerry. And, uh, thank you. And say ciao adivaderci to, uh, to Italy for me, would you? Yes, I will. Give them my best. Right, ladies uh, and gentlemen. there for a while. Take care. Miss- yeah. See you all Have next a good week. trip. Thank you, too. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of another fantastic program here at Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, along with co-hosts Dr. Jerry Smith and Dr. Dan. We hope to see you again next week, Tuesday at 4 p.m. for another great program on medicine and alternative treatment modalities. Thank you for listening, and with an attitude of gratitude, see you next week.